Can I do the... No, can you speak in your normal voice so we can actually test it? Fine. Hello. Hi. Hi. That looks good? That looks good. Maybe turn it down a hair. A scotch. A scooch. A scooch. Skeech scotch. Turn it down a scotch. Is that good? Yeah, that looks perfect. Okay. Shall we? Let's do it. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Looks like it's working. Yep. Would you like to introduce (laughs) yourself? I forgot how to do this completely. Hi, I'm Marco. I'm Caroline. And this is a podcast. Yes, this is Review for Two. That's what it's called. Yeah, we review video games that are fun to play with two people total. No. Two or more people total. Yes. Yes. Some, yeah. Video games that it is fun to play with you and at least one additional person. Correct. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And so that could be on the couch next to you with some couch co-op or mm-hmm. over the internet or if you're playing a single player game that you just pass the controller back and forth. Exactly. What are we reviewing today? Okay, so we are reviewing Mork Red, which was released December 10th of 2020. Mork Red. It was published by Asper. Aspire? Aspire. Aspire. That looks Aspire. like Aspire. It was developed by Hyper Games and it was released for the Xbox One, Windows, Xbox Series, X and Xbox Series S. That's, I hate saying that. Can we just say the Xbox family? Yeah, sure. Because but that's not what it for is like now. Xbox 360. Well, I mean, Xbox 360 is like a decade old now. No one cares about that. That's true. We have an extra one. We should do a giveaway. I'm not Xbox giving anyone my decade old Xbox 360. <laughs> It's like such a fun giveaway. We give away the most useless piece of crap. Here, have this actively useless piece of junk. <laughs> You're welcome. What can you tell me about Morkred? Morkred. What do you mean you usually talk about Morkred? I do. Yeah. Okay. So Morkred is a two player or you can play as one person where you control both characters, but it is a two player Puzzle solving game. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever played Brother, A Tale of Two Sons, it's very similar to that. Yes. Where there's just one viewpoint on the screen. So if there's two people playing, it doesn't split screen or anything. There's just one camera angle. And each person controls one of the two characters. And you have to work together to accomplish a task. The task in this case is push the orb. Yep. Because I'm going to be completely honest. It was the trailer that got us to play this game. Yeah. Because it was just like a bunch of sayings and they just replaced any single word with orb. It was amazing. Like the orb protects, the orb saves, in orb we trust. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to play it. So it is. It seemed ridiculous. Yeah. It seemed goofy and delightful. It was not goofy. No. No. But yeah. You push. It was fun. We made it goofy. Yeah. Yeah. So the basic point of the game is you are on a path and you need to push the orb along the path with you and your companion. The entire world is dark except for a certain radius around the orb which casts light around it. But if it hits anything and it creates a shadow and you step in that shadow, you die. So if Basically you... if you step in any part that isn't light, like only if you step in darkness, you die. Right. So that's if you step outside of the orb's shadow or if something comes inside the orb's radius and it casts a shadow on you. Yes. That 
something can also include your teammate, which would kill you and force you to start over from the checkpoint, which we did. That happened a lot. That happened a lot. You're supposed to like both push from one side of the orb in a specific direction. but we, It's hard. It's, we kept accidentally killing each other to the point where we were like, okay, one person pushes, the other person runs in front of the <laughs> orb so that we don't kill each other with our shadows. Yeah, that's usually, yeah, how we played it was just opposite sides of the orb. Yeah. Because that was the easiest way. Yeah, but it was fun. Caroline, it was want, fun. Yeah. It's it's very it? short. Yeah, yeah, I'll review it. It's very short. We finished in about two hours, three hours. Yeah, we kind of also powered through because we were definitely enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But also because of its length, we didn't want to stop with like 20. Per- it tells you what percentage of the game you are done with. Yeah, and we except didn't- that... Two percent. The last two percent took us like twenty-five minutes. It scales weirdly because it, it wild. It it gets very difficult at the end. It also feels like you make less percentage progress with each puzzle. But we also didn't want to put the game down at eighty percent. So we were like, "Come on, we got this. We're just gonna power through." Yeah, and we did. Yeah. What my review? So I I enjoyed it to a point. Like the frustrating part when we just kept killing each other. Like couldn't really. We we usually figured everything out. Like the puzzles aren't that difficult. But the last like 2% of the game that was like really frustrating because like all we wanted to do was finish it at that point and we just kept getting hung up on like this one part but we got past it like we we didn't you know fail completely. I, I liked it. I think that it's like if you're looking for something like Brothers or even like Unravel to a point it's very much that it's very like tries to grip at you sentimentally and like you care about these two people in a way and you learn about the orb and like what it created and what it destroyed and you try to like there's like learn about the lore of it there's like murals plastered on the walls because you go through different environments first you're in like a sewer then you're in a castle and there's mm-hmm. murals plastered on the walls that's like people worshiping the orb and then yeah. the orb growing crops and then like the orb disappearing and everyone dying yeah so yeah it's very interesting it's an interesting game but i think that people should give it a try especially if you're bored you have two people is that on game pass yeah Yeah, it's on Game Pass. So if you have a partner and you have Game Pass, like definitely try it out. What about you? I agree. It's definitely not what I thought going in because like I said, the commercial, the trailer that we saw online was very like, in orb we trust, the orb is love, (laughs) orb is life. That's true. And it seemed very like silly and that's what got us to play the game. But it was a very weird, gloomy, post-apocalyptic puzzle solving game like you weren't it was dark yeah it was dark you were surrounded by monsters if you got more than five feet away from the orb you died and you were like there were corpses everywhere Mm -hmm. and you were going through a ruined civilization yeah and then there was another even more confusing part where you just kind of are pulled into a gigantic bundle of teeth tentacles and meat Yeah, that was disgusting. It was, yeah, the level is literally called The Meat, and it was exactly as gross as it sounds. There was one particular puzzle that was literally just a giant pus walk, where you were on respawning, self-popping giant pimples. It was gross. It was very weird, and it wasn't like, haha, goofy, funny. It was like, gloomy, and like, weird, and very different. Yes, very different. Yeah, like, Um, yeah. yeah. Like the, the goth kids reciting poetry at poetry night. Hey, I was. 
was one of those gothic Like episodes. Caroline reciting poetry at poetry <laughs> night. Exactly. I thought it was very good. Like Caroline said, there are some frustration points. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand why they made it so that your shadow also killed your friend, but there yeah. were certain times where we got a little uh, testy at each other because... <laughs> That's true. Because one of us killed the other one and we were like, wow, why did you just cast a shadow on me? And we were like, why did you run into my shadow? Yeah. So, you know, just, just patience and kindness <laughs> and all that Play jazz. with someone you know really well so that they forgive you easier is what yes. I would say. But it also had a twist at the very end that mm-hmm. I thought was very unique and delightful. Spoilers here. Spoilers here. Stop listening if you don't want spoilers for this very short game. 95% of the way through the game, your characters get eaten by mm-hmm. the aforementioned meat cocoon. Yeah. And instead of just dying, you turn into giant tentacles and you play through the rest of the game as a giant tentacle. It's weird, but it you, was also very you pass fun. the orb from like, you're kind of like two large tongues. Yeah, you're like playing orb tag while people <laughs> are shooting thunder arrows at you. So weird. And if they hit the orb, the orb dies. It yeah. It was weird. It was very weird. But I like but smacking good. people out of the way with my tongue. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say play it. Yeah. Should we get on to questions? Let's get on to questions. All right. Our first question, what was your favorite light bearing device? All right, so we said this before, but you have to be within a certain area of the orb to be in light and not die. But there is a point where you lose the orb, and so you have to find a way to navigate while still in light without it. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of light-bearing devices like the orb and then a smaller cube that you could pick up and carry around, which was nice because then you were always in light and you mm-hmm. could not be cast a shadow on. I would say my favorite was Slug Orbitha. <laughs> and Caroline, you're going to need to explain what that means because I would love to hear you explain it. <laughs> okay. So we, we were playing this and we were like, you know, let's make it silly. Let's make it like something fun. We're like, what what's the orb's name? So we had to come up with something that sounded like orb or had the word orb in it. So we came up with Taborbitha. Not Torbitha. Not Torbitha. Which would have made more sense. Which we died at. Like we absolutely just, I don't know <laughs> what we were like eating, drinking that day, but we just, we fucking lost it. Taborbitha. And then when we realized that there were other iterations of Taborbitha, like Marco said, we had Slug Orbitha, who was the slug that carried light too. So um, I agree with you. Slug Orbitha is my favorite too, just because um, why why won't you love Slug Orbitha? Who like, wouldn't Slug love Slug Orbitha? <laughs> Honorable mention goes to Cube Orbitha. Yes. The tiny cube that you carried around when yeah. Slug Orbitha abandoned you. And Stationary Orbitha. Stationary Orbitha was definitely like last place. Yeah. We don't talk about Stationary Orbitha. <laughs> Storbitha? We don't talk about Storbitha. No, that's like if we just called her Torbitha. It has to be Stationary Orbitha. (laughs) Stationary Orbitha. Oh my god. So, yeah, we're silly. Yeah. you get. It's definitely a game where if you take it super seriously, it's going to be a grim, gloomy time. Mm -hmm. But if you come up with stupid names for the orbs, then it's fun. It's really fun. We had a good time. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next question. Grossest part. Like a specific level or a specific puzzle yeah like mine the grossest part for me was the pus walk when we had to pop all those pimples inside of like a mouth or a tongue like something it was inside someone or something it was inside the meat yeah which was a giant slug orbitha can we talk about that i don't think it was i think it was there were no because the slug orbithas were like
like... Or were they the sperm? Technically, okay, this is what we found out. Okay, yeah. Is that technically the orb that we were carrying was an egg. Yeah. Like an, like an ovum, like a fertilized egg. Yeah. That we were carrying to inside of a giant thing. Which, so, so the very start of the game, a little, like, glowy fairy looking thing. It doesn't look like a fairy. It's just literally like a floating sparkly. Finds your corpses and brings them to life. And then it finds the orb and it goes into the orb and that's what lights the orb up which makes me think that that glowing fairy was the sperm which gave our characters life our our sperm looked like like so at the last moment of this game it zooms into the orb and you see inside the orb like a an embryo an embryo and it looked like a slug was that just coincidence was this game about the circle of life I mean, this game was about giant tentacles. There were too many teeth and too many mouths. <laughs> there, there were, were too a many lot mouths. Of teeth and there mouths. were yeah. There were too many. Also, there were too many internal mouths. Yeah, there were a lot of internal mouths. Like you were inside a creature, but you weren't like inside the. Yeah, it was mouth. like a giant cavern that was also full of tentacles and eyeballs and weird gusty things. I'm gonna say the entire the meat level yeah. was the grossest part because it was it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the meat carnival from Psychonauts if there was no carnival. I don't, yeah. The meat carnival from Psychonauts I is I can based- guess what it is. <laughs> based off of your description of the meat, which I do know what it is. Yes. Okay, last question. Yes. Did we win? I don't know that there's a win or lose in this. I think we... we we finished the game. We completed the game. Right. In which we started a new life, potentially, for the mouth. Taborbitha. Taborbitha. I think it depends on your thoughts on abortion, which I won't get into. How did you pull that into because, this? Because, like, winning or losing, it's like a negative or bad thing, where the ending was just, like, fertilized egg. So you you can't, like, quantify that as, like, good or bad. It's just, like, another stage of life. Okay, that's fair. So from a purely evolutionary biological standpoint, mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. But from a societal standpoint, I think... It's up to you. I think Taborbitha and the meat need to make that decision. Exactly. Not Taborbitha. Taborbitha is still a fetus. I think the, <laughs> the meat, meat needs to make that decision. Yeah, like, did the meat... What? Well, the meat had a tentacle that brought us into the meat. So I think the meat wanted... What were those guys doing? Because those were perfectly normal humans living yeah, in the meat. They what were. do they do when they're not shooting arrows? Are those... Are those people people who believe in abortion or are those people people who don't believe in abortion well that's all the time we have for today (laughs) folks no but seriously there were there were like men there were all men to my knowledge they were like cuboid figures it was hard to tell there were all there there were a lot of people inside the meat and outside the meat who were trying to either steal Orbitha or they were trying to destroy the Orbitha. And we actually remember when we went over that bridge and there were all the like dead oh, Orbithas? Yeah, there were like a hundred dead Orbithas that they threw off a bridge. I think. Okay. I'm gonna look into this, viewers. Okay. But I think that this whole game was a pro life game. And they were trying to say that the bad guys were the ones that were trying to terminate the fetus. And I don't like that anymore. <laughs> If my sister is listening, she's going to be like, I hate this game and you shouldn't have ever played it. I didn't know until the end, Alessandra, first of all. And second of all, I agree with you. All right. I'm going to be completely honest. I have no... Okay. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Please don't. This is going to get weird. I don't know that you want to invite that on Um... us. 
No, it was it was an interesting game. It was kind of gross, kind of cool. Definitely a different game, but I would like if I was thinking of Brothers or Unravel, I would tell you to play one of those first. Like this isn't one that I'm like, oh my god, you have to play this. It's like Brothers and Unravel, I think, are better games. They're yeah. more complex too. They're, unless they're, you think of this as a social experiment. I feel like they, I don't know that I necessarily call them better. They just have a very different energy. Where like Unravel is very like heartwarming and just yeah. a frolic through a forest, except for a few levels. Kind of Brothers yeah. is. It's very good until it is very sad. Yeah. This one is just a very different energy. And so if you are looking for something weird and different, then yeah, do it. If you're if you have a, a small child and you're looking for a nice co-op game don't to play, play don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do this. Otherwise yeah. you're gonna have to field odd questions like <laughs> what happens when the giant meat tentacle brings me into its third inner mouth. Why is there so much pus? Why is there so much pus? These are the questions we ask ourselves. I would rather we didn't. I know. Okay. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Review for Two, and you can email us at review, the number four TWO at gmail.com. Tell your friends about us. We're back. We're like finally back. I know we had a big hiatus. Thank you for letting us take some time off. We do want to be posting more regularly, so we're going to try to do that but if you have suggestions for games too we have a a bunch of games in our lineup right now but please let us know and we'll play it yeah we always welcome suggestions exactly cool all right all right Bye. bye Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, yours is very mild. This is like La Croix, but if they just also screamed at the same time, tequila!